welcome to the STEM Yard, a podcast of the North Carolina Science Olympiad. I'm your host, Alonto Alexander, and this week I sat down with Kimberly Turk, the Unifor Regional Director, to discuss her experiences running a tournament. Kimberly, it's so nice to have you with us. Thank you very much. Now, we'd love for you to tell us a little more about yourself and talk about your affiliation with Science Olympiad. I started 13 years ago when my son was competing in sixth grade, but his sixth grade was competing in the middle school tournament. And I just didn't relish the thought of sitting in a room for five hours. So I decided I would volunteer and I had a really good time volunteering. So I came back the next year and somewhere along the way, I was invited to lunch with someone I didn't know. And when I left lunch, I was running a tournament. Uh, It's still a little fuzzy and I've been running a tournament for over a decade now. And I run the elementary tournament and I help with our local uh, middle and high school tournaments, and then I help with the the state tournament as that's, well. That's amazing. Free food strikes again. Absolutely. <laughs> so being a regional director is a volunteer position. Uh, so what is it about doing the job that keeps you coming back? The kids, uh, especially since I get to do the elementary tournament, watching the absolute joy on their face when they get to put a ribbon around their neck and when their team wins and the screaming And these kids are absolutely adorable. Um, And even when we were online, they were so cute in some of these events. The the stories I get to tell on these adorable children, it is absolutely the kids. And of course, when my children were younger, I got to be there with them. And now they've both grown up, although they also still volunteer. Um, But getting to be there with them was also a plus. So what does it take to run a regional tournament? Time and lots of volunteers. So please, please, everyone listening to this volunteer for at least one tournament. I basically run my tournament with a lot of um, beta club kids who are fabulous. I need adults. So any adult listening to this, please volunteer for your tournament. All right. So how uh, can an adult reach out to you if they want to volunteer? So we do on our um, regional site, post a place for folks to sign up to volunteer. They can go through their children's coach. If their school doesn't have a team, they could talk to their school about starting a team, but they could also just get a a hold of their school. Their school will be able to get a hold of somebody in the region. Yeah. So we've heard a lot about the the, uh, rewards for being a part of Science Olympiad from the perspective of a regional director. What, What are the rewards of being involved in the tournament? And let's get the flip side too. What are some of the challenges that uh, you wish people understood better? Well, the rewards, again, I adore the time with the kids. I also know the support that I'm giving to science. I do have a science background. I spent years working as a scientist before I became an educator. And as an educator, I am still a scientist. And I need kids to go into science. I need kids to see the fun in science um, to reach further than what we can do in the classroom. I want kids to have these experiences. Um, and, and at the high school where I am now, I like getting to spend time with the kids that, that are on my school science Olympiad team and see them make those reaches. Um, the hard parts, um, Part of it's the time that you put into the scheduling ahead of time, the organizing the people, Um, The day of, I get all my steps in for the month, going from room to room, 
and the the putting out the fires and trying to make sure that you know there's the right bodies in every room and um there's always uh, there's always something that goes wrong and you just have to figure out how to to fix it every big event comes with some snag and and I like problem solving the the snag um there's always the red tape how do I how do I get you guys to pay for this and how do I get you guys to bring me that and and which car are we using and where is Valerie meeting me halfway in between and and um you know there's that there's the logistics those are the hard parts are the logistics so if you're a family uh or maybe even a coach and you've only participated in the last couple of years you've done a lot of virtual work and this year's tournaments are going to be in person what are the differences that people can expect Station events. These children have not done a station event in several years because it's all been online. So you're going to have to move around a room and you can't go to the next station until time is up at the station that you're at. And if you didn't get it all done, you can't go back. Um, If you don't start at position number one, if you start at station number eight, don't write your answer. In slot number one, make sure you write your answer in the right place. Those are some of the little logistics about being in the room. The good part is you're going to get to touch stuff. Uh, The bad part is please don't make me be in a room with cockroaches again. You did that to me one year and that's a no. I'll take snakes. I do not want the spiders. Um, so some years we have live stuff and 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 I didn't know there was going to be live stuff. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, in terms of other things that are new this year, we're going to get to put awards on your neck again. And I'm really looking forward to having a live um, awards ceremony again, which, you know, Hopefully I don't have the wrong team stand up thinking that they won when they didn't. It only happened once. Okay. One one time in all of the tournaments, we can live with that. (laughs) So you talked about how volunteers can help, but how can the parents of competitors, how can the players themselves and uh, how can the coaches help to make sure that tournaments run as smoothly as possible? Well, for my middle and high school kids, come help at an elementary tournament. We need your expertise help coach those kids, help run those tournaments, um, get the older kids involved with the younger kids. Um, Practice. That's the only way you're going to do well at some of these events, even the weird ones like Science Password and Science Sketchers and the ones that you think, oh, I can just walk in and do that, experimental design. Practice. So the kids really need to put in the time ahead of time, make your um, guides, do your research, Parents need to be part of that process. When my kids were doing that, I was absolutely answering questions and helping guide and pointing out that you can write around the edges of the paper if you are allowed a piece of paper. And um, I would go to the school on the afternoons when I could, and I would help the coach. The coach cannot coach um, 15 children all by themselves. Parents need to step up um, and, and help in that particular effort, as does their administration. Administrators need to show up and, and support that process as well. All right. So putting out the word parents, uh, players, administrators help out when it's time for these regional tournaments. All right. We got a couple of quick questions that we want to ask, right? So what is your favorite science Olympiad event? Bridges. They're supposed to break, by the way, folks. Bridges are supposed to break. If the bridge didn't break, you did not do it right. Bridges are supposed to break. Okay. So what has been the most colossal bridge break you've ever seen? I can't really think of the most colossal break that I've ever seen, but 
I have had two lovely young ladies, one of whom whose dad works in construction, bring in a bridge that we could not judge because it was a bridge that would hold them up made by two by fours. <laughs> Read the rules, folks. Okay. We definitely want to make sure we're reading the rules. That's right. It was a great bridge. Oh, all right. What is the most challenging event to host during a tournament? The ones that require labs like chemistry, um, they come with more safety rules. They come with a bigger mess. You have to have adults who know what they're doing. I can't have my beta club kids as fabulous as they are run an event <laughs> that involves chemicals um, or live critters when y'all do that to me. That has to be grownups. Okay, very good. All right. Your favorite piece of Science Olympiad swag. Ooh, um, I still have the wolves. Yeah. Yeah. So the, you got to tell folks the, about the, the wolves. shirt. Yes. So yeah, we, Mr. Wolf, right. Mm -hmm. And he had the science Olympiad shirt and I snagged a couple of those, which by the way, my children got upset this week because one of the cats, I have three cats, found one of the wolves and dragged it into the living room. And my daughter messaged me and said, save wolf, save Mr. Wolf. We love them. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. And finally, what is it that you want competitors, what is it that you want the community to take away from attendance at a Science Olympiad regional tournament? That we had a really good time and your kids learned a lot of stuff and they're more excited about science than they were this time last year. And we want them to become scientists. That's great. All right. Thank you so much, Kimberly, for joining us here today on the STEM Yard. Thank you. The STEM Yard is a production of the Science House at North Carolina State University. Our show is produced by Valerie Bass, with assistance from the North Carolina Science Olympiad. We're supported by funding from the Backyard Foundation. I'm your host, Alonzo Alexander. Catch us again in the STEM Yard, where science is our playground. <laughs>